Good morning, everyone. Today's episode, I want to talk about removing some of the anxiety around the craziness in the world and um, what we can kind of do to keep our minds in line. Let's dig in. Okay, so we're all aware of the craziness in the world at the moment. It's so easy to get stuck watching the news. Um, Like I don't personally ever watch the news on television, but it doesn't stop it appearing in my Facebook feed, my LinkedIn feed. Um, Everywhere else that I look, it is there. And at the moment, we're kind of getting drawn to social media and stuff like that because we're having to um, not go out as much, not talk to as many people in person. We're getting stuck in this kind of this zone of negativity that's floating around. So I thought it would be a really good time to talk about what can you do to lower that anxiety of our amazing visual minds that run off into a thousand directions, cause fear and worry. Maybe it's stopping you sleeping. Maybe um, you're maybe you're funneling this energy into positive outcomes, um, or maybe you're you're embracing the chaos and finding your happy place. But uh, you know, even with that, there is still a level of anxiety that comes with it. So I want to talk about three points that we can kind of cover today around anxiety and controlling your visual mind when stuff like this happens. So the first is to get clear on what you can control and can't control. Now, naturally, as right brain thinkers, we like to be in control. It's our happy place. Um, It's it's, you know, we either sit in complete and utter control or we work to complete and utter chaos. We struggle down the middle. It's not our natural place. And at the moment, with chaos kind of reigning, what you'll also see in your own life is there are other parts where you're desperate for some control or some semblance of of, of being able to know what the next thing is. And it can lead you to run down the paths of distraction and probably negative paths in your life. Um, and sometimes even actually kind of withdraw even further from society and one of the challenges i see happening around this is if people withdraw too much um you know you can set up some very negative habits that won't um won't actually change once we come out of this the world i think will be different in six to twelve months because of what is happening and what we're seeing uh going on and so you know going back to it you know this this concept of asking yourself what can i control and what can't i control there is no point in getting lost in what you can't control. You know, I see people making comments about the governments and what they're doing wrong and all of this stuff. And it's like, you can't control that. There is nothing in your control in that, unless you are in the government. Um, you know, it's not something of, of, of your making. But people are getting worked up about it. They're seeing, they're going, I would have done it this way or da 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 And they're kind of building on fear and, and, and stuff like that. And it's something you can't control. So you building pictures in your mind and creating, you know, stories that aren't valuable to you is going to hurt. What you're better to consider is what in my life can I control at this point? And that would give me a positive outcome. If you're stuck at home and you can't do a lot, maybe you want to learn how to cook healthier food and you want to embrace your creativity into that. Maybe you want to take up a new hobby. If you want to learn the guitar and you're stuck at home for nights on end, hey, great time to learn it and to play and to practice. 
um, you know, or, or it could be helping others. You know, maybe there's a way you can help other people in negative situations. That's something you can control that will have a positive outcome. So really reining in those those things and and when your mind does run off down down a path, just say, can I control this? No, well, not much point in worrying about it. Um, can I control this? Yes. Okay, let's look at how that could be beneficial. So having that, just having that little discernment of what you can control and what you can't control will add value in your life. The second thing I want to talk about is creating space. You know, I've talked about this in a previous podcast and there's never, again, there's never been a better time. <laughs> Some people are isolated to create space for themselves and you've got to decide what you're going to use that time for. Is it going to be valuable time or is it going to be uh, just wasted time? I always remember the story of Malcolm X when he went to jail. Um, now, he could have used that time to get really angry and, you know, um, you know, work out his revenge and what he was going to do. But instead, he read books. Um, you know, that was his thing at the time. He went to the library and kept reading and learning and reading and learning. And by the time he came out of jail, he was a different person. He had installed all this information um, all this learning into his mind. Now, I'm not suggesting everyone start learning to read books. Maybe you want to, but probably not. But you could still use this time to add value to your life in the future and look at it as an opportunity to help yourself create space. I'm finding myself more time for meditation. I'm finding myself more time for, you know, teaching myself how to do a workout at home. We're doing a press-up challenge between me and a few friends, which is Again, another great way to use time um, in, a, in a positive way in our lives. It's, it's very easy to just become unconscious and go through the negative patterns again and again and again, especially when you're stuck in an environment. So you've got to work out how to shake up your environment. Maybe that means moving your lounge furniture around, changing that environment a bit. Maybe it means, you know, doing a, you know, trying to shake up your, your times. Do you want to start getting up earlier in the morning, change the environment, go to bed earlier, you know, start sh shifting a key environmental metric in your life and it'll start to allow you to make other shifts in your life um, that will be beneficial. That's number two. Number three is really, in my opinion, it is about, you know, practicing breathing, you know, is the big one for me at the moment. You know, it's something that... You know, when I'm rushing around a lot or when my mind is overthinking, I'm really starting to start to breathe more. And you may stand, you may be listening to this going, oh, I know how to breathe. I do it every day. But what I mean is actually taking conscious breaths. You know, when it all seems to be when there's a thousand things to do and you're unsure more than ever of what is the priority, it's actually breathing and remember remembering you're in the present. And it seems too simple. And most people will listen to this part of the podcast and go, hey, yeah, sure, I'll try that. And maybe after the podcast, you'll breathe twice deeply <laughs> and then you'll never do it again. But it, it's about starting to, it's about trying to build that into your life a bit more. When your mind is running off in a thousand directions, if you start to breathe in really, really clearly, your mind actually gets more oxygen. So it actually has a bit more power for you to control your consciousness. So this is how I do it or understand it. And by no means do I think I'm perfect at this. I forget to do this 9,812 times a day. 
but I'm starting to do it three or four more times a day than I was. And so when I'm thinking I, I've got 10 things to do and, and you know, I could go off in a hundred directions, um, I just breathe and go, hey, does what really matters? What really matters? And like asking myself that question out loud after I've taken five, ten, there's not there's not a set number, just a few deep breaths that kind of break what's happening. I um I get back into it and just keep going. And it, it actually makes you know, I don't know, it relaxes me in these times where there is so much uncertainty. It gives me that moment to say what really matters. And what can I control? Because, you know, so many times, majority of these thought patterns that are going through our head are things we can't control and that are going to happen one way or the other. And we just have to be ready to embrace what's going to happen in our lives. So I hope that's made a bit of sense, guys. Start thinking about what you can control and what you can't control. And just, yeah, just don't worry about it as much. Just let yourself, I know it's easy for me to say that, but just start actually doing some of these changes just just in small, small ways. Just play with them in your life. You know, don't have to set up huge structures that you're going to fall off of within three weeks. You just have to say, could I breathe two more times consciously a day? Maybe you pick those times when you brush your teeth and just start to let those things sink in. Or how can I remind myself to ask, can I control this or can't I control this? Can I put a post-it somewhere that I'm going to see? Can I put something that will remind me to do it just a couple of times a day? You know, just give it a crack. It will add value into your life. Hopefully everything's going well for you and you're all safe and sound. Um, and yeah, try not to lick anyone. Have a great day.